What's up, everybody? It's Power Rankings Podcast, aka the Power Ranking Show. I'm your host, Elliot Harrison, and I am pleased to be joined, as always, on this uh, IT Infrastructure Wednesday. With that, Marcus underscore Mosher, how are you, sir? Doing well. We got a, a fun slate of games here for week 10 to talk about. I'm excited to get into it. How much fun was it for you to wait for me for 10 minutes while I figured oh, out that Zoom? Was a blast. I'm sure you saw me just being so excited. Yeah. If anyone out there can tell me why Zoom and Mac don't always communicate well, is I, I really tweet me, please, at Harrison NFL. I'd really like to know because uh, every once in a while I have this issue and uh, none of my uh, Microsoft mafia seems to have a problem with it. And you guys are a mafia. Let's be honest. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're very pretentious yeah. about our Windows. Yeah. Mac is just so doggone proprietary. It drives me crazy. You know, if you don't That's buy the third a Mac time adapter, I've heard you say that word today. So it is, you know, am I ruining our uh, sponsorship? Pro- um, probably. Yeah. What are the other uh, sponsorships I've ruined? Uh, Trojan. Uh, all right, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll ham up a, uh, product right now. Taco Bueno. Um, people that are in the Dallas area know of the greatness of Taco Bueno. Now you Taco Bell people, I understand I'm a fan, nachos, Bell Grande, uh, all beans, no beef, but at the end of the day, Taco Bueno is superior. Now you guys don't have that out in Corey, right? No, but I did have Taco Bell yesterday. So I'm, what you uh, do? let's hear the order. I, I went the order. with it. Well, I was, I just needed something fast, so I went with the the nacho fry lunchbox, which is like five bucks. Oh, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> if you get the, the nacho fries are great, and then I went with it came with a, a hard taco and a uh, it's a, a cheesy burrito. It's really good. I see. The only problem with the nachos Bel Grande is if you don't eat them right away, like if you wait and say, I'm going to wait until I get home and I'm going to sit in front of the football game, hopefully a Lovey Smith coach game, the chips are all soggy at the bottom. Yeah, well... Because of the high mistake. quality cheese. Yeah, it's a rookie you know? mistake. <laughs> it is. You got to eat those in the car, preferably not while you're driving. Uh, good talk so far on this uh, football Wednesday. We're getting off to a hot start. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're talking about picks today. And uh, look, I know a lot of you guys stayed up late uh, watching the election coverage and stuff like that. Uh, the cool thing is, is that um elections are really classy. You're not going to get a lot of people throwing, you know, whatever spit wads sure. at each other on Twitter, like you do sports, you know, sure. and that's what makes me feel really good about this. Yeah. Um, I, if you want a, a break from election coverage and you just want to watch a good football game, we got Falcons at Panthers on Thursday night football on Amazon prime. Oh dude. Yeah. Hey, you know what? This game was actually wildly exciting. It was, uh, about what a week and a half ago. They just played, yes. yep. uh, there was this, Crazy ending that game. If everybody missed it, it was just wild. What I think PJ Walker hit DJ Moore with like what eleven seconds to go. I'm basically Hail Mary. Yep. Yeah, like a sixty-two yard touchdown. All they needed was the extra point to win. They were down by six, mm-hmm. and DJ Moore takes his helmet off in celebration. That's been a penalty since like the late nineties, I think. Um, takes his helmet off, unsportsmanlike conduct. So the Falcons move. Carolina back 15 yards, that 33 yard extra point now becomes a 48 yarder on the road. Uh, Pinero misses the kick and then they go to overtime and Carolina gets the ball on a turnover. They go down again. Pinero misses another kick 
and uh, Koo did not miss for Atlanta. Atlanta won the game. Isn't that what happened? Pretty yep. much. Yep. Yeah. So, all right. So we're starting with that. What's our spread? It's got to be Carolina has got to be, uh, I'm going to go even, straight even here. Falcons, three-point favorites on the road. Does that surprise you? No, because it's P.J. Walker starting at quarterback again for the Panthers, and you he was were all dreadful. P.J. Walker intoxicated a week and a half ago. Well, then he got benched. Oh, okay. So, so you're, you're out on P.J. Walker culture? <laughs> no, I mean, it's a Thursday night game. The Falcons should be able to run the ball. Um, I'm probably not betting on this game, but the line doesn't shock me. Uh, I'll take Atlanta to, to win and cover. All right, cool. Uh, next game. It's I mean, that's all you got to say. I mean, that's it. We're not doing our Atlanta Falcons fans justice. Atlanta no, I was, was going to ask you after the podcast if you wanted just to cancel our Thursday night show because I might not watch this game. <laughs> yeah. All I was going to say is Atlanta's going to run the ball next game. Yeah. Uh, Seahawks against the Buccaneers. This game is not in Tampa Bay, but it's in Germany. Are you ready for the spread? I want you to guess this spread. Again, neutral field. Neutral field. Uh Seattle should be favored by three. Buccaneers, two and a half point favorites. Oh, that's crap. That's such crap. And actually, that line has actually climbed up to Bucks minus three over the last half hour. That's only a half point. It's when it's three and a half that it becomes dangerous. Yeah, but still three. It, you, You're dangerous. You get a push. Yeah, dangerous. Did you see Top Gun Maverick? I haven't yet. No, so don't ruin it. For how, me. how have you not seen that? Because I'm, I'm waiting for like the right date night for my wife and I to go watch it. Oh yeah, you guys watch Halloween too, and that's the right date night for that. Well, it's it's uh, you know, it was festive. Dude, you're so close to getting into Christmas vacation country. Oh, I know you're gonna I think watch next. The- next week is like when we start the Christmas movie marathon. Yeah, and you're not. There's gonna be no room for Top Gun oh, we'll in don't there worry. anyway. I don't want to spoil anything. It might be on Thursday. Jets. It might be Thursday. <laughs> I bet you watched Dune. Uh, that's what I'm guessing 100%. on Thursday. Because you liked that movie. Okay. Uh, See, I know Bucks. people are thinking Tampa Bay are coming back here after last week's game. Tom Brady has kind of called out the team talking about their effort, uh, among other things. I don't know that that was the best move on his part, especially coming, I, I, you know, just seems a little weird. But um Oh boy. I'll take the Bucks to win and cover if it makes it easier for you. you. What possible faith can you have in the Bucks? Do you just think this is going to turn it on? The fact that they got this? No, it's just this is a really long flight for Seattle, right? Being all the way on the West Coast. Um, I think Tampa Bay's defense, they played out of their minds against the Rams. I think they're going to be able to be good enough to keep this game close, and I think Brady will win it at the end. I'm going to go Seattle to win. Okay, uh, great. Yeah, Seattle by three. There you go. Okay. All right, next game. Vikings at Bills. This one's really tough. Um, it started at Bills minus nine and a half. And Case Keenum. To Bills four and a half. Case Keenum. Yeah, that's a former Vikings quarterback, I remember What do you think? Well, if Josh Allen doesn't play, we're looking at backup quarterback territory here. Although Keenum is at the very high end of a backup quarterback. But this this is like Case Keenum Bowl kind of thing. No? Sure. 
Can you name any other Vikings that played for the Bills? And but you can't. Did Percy Arvin play for the Bills? I mean, Stephon Diggs. Oh, doggone it! I missed an easy one. <laughs> oh, you got me there. Blonde. Uh, I, I think this is the Cook Bowl, right? It's James Cook versus Dalvin Cook. James Cook. Yeah, that's better. James Cook versus Dalvin. Cook. I can't believe I missed Stephon Diggs. I should just retire <laughs> right now. How did I miss uh, Stephon uh, Diggs? It's fine. It's like the Patriots playing the Bucks. And I'm like, can you think of a guy that played on both teams? I, I, Rob Gronkowski? Uh, <laughs> the Bills favored by four and a half seems a little steep to me. I would definitely pick Minnesota to cover if I am betting on this game. Um, but to win, that's 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 a little bit different. Outright is a little bit different climb. I'll take the Vikings plus four and a half in this game. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, exactly. I'm like waiting. And no, that's and. Not. Uh Lions at Bears. Bears. What a loser. You won't well, pick the game straight up. No, I won't. Uh, maybe at the end. Uh, Lions yeah. at Bears. Bears three point favorites. Kind of shocking. They're three point favorites in this game. Yeah, um, but this game's at Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually like, as much as I've been a Lions honk that I thought they were better, I actually like Chicago in this game. I'll take the Bears to win and cover. So I will as well. Next one, Broncos at Titans. Um, Titans three-point favorites. I told you how much I loved the game plan for the Titans last week against the Chiefs, how that was one of my favorite games I've seen all year. I'll take the Broncos to win and cover. The question here is the quarterbacks. Uh, Russell Wilson's been dealing with injuries. Ryan Tannehill's been dealing with injuries. Who's playing? That's really the deal. Um, I, I, I think, think Russell Tannehill. Wilson would be. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. I think Tannehill's going to play. Um, I, it's just a bad matchup for the Titans, right? Like they match up so well against the Chiefs, but against the Broncos, I'm not sure they're going to be able to run the ball at all. And I don't know if they're going to be able to generate enough offense to win this game. So I'll take the Broncos to win. I really ugly like. 19 to 16 type of game on the road here. I was going to say Russell Wilson. I, I don't really trust his ability to generate offense either. No. I'm going to take Tennessee at home. Let's talk over under on this game. Um, I think even at 35 points, you might be a little bit high. This should be a 39 and a half at the most, but it's probably 38 and a half. 38. Ooh, Slow. I still think you could go under that. I, I do. There's no way I'm going over it. I'll tell you that. No way. No, no way. Um, this could very uh, easily be a push as well. Yeah. Could yeah. Use, yeah. yeah okay. Certainly. Um, 2018. 21. 2018 wouldn't be a push. That would mean the Broncos would win. You'd win. Well, I was thinking of the total push. Ah, cookies and cream. Well, actually, I think your first, uh, I think 19 to 16 is right on the money yeah. here. Right on the money. Uh, Uh, Let's go to the next game. Jags at Chiefs. Chiefs, nine and a half point favorites. You know, you just wonder when uh, the Jags offense in general and Trevor Lawrence uh, specifically are going to put about three good games together. I really like the idea of Trevor Lawrence using his legs. He has the mobility. It's been so intermittent with him. He was able to do it uh, late last week. Do you consider last week's game against the Raiders more of the Raiders um, unnerving trend of faltering with a big lead or good Jags football? Oh, bad Raiders football. The, the Raiders just played so poorly in that game. That's what I thought. So if I had to guess, especially considering they didn't play well, I think you think Kansas City is going to win by at least 10 here, don't you? Yeah, I'm actually more interested in the total here, which is 50 and a half. That seems high. That seems high. I'd go under on the total. I pick Kansas City to win and cover. Um, 
I'm with you. I think it was more bad Raiders football. Until I see consistently good football from the Jags offense, I'm not really going to trust them. I actually think the Jags defense, though, Marcus, has played really well in spots this year, especially given the fact that the offense has often been a three-and-out machine or giving the ball up. Next game, and this is probably the one that I'm the most excited to watch this week. Yeah. Browns at Dolphins. What a game. Yeah, this this is such a cool game. Uh, I think the two key matchups here in this game would be Cleveland's secondary uh, against two of those receivers and Miami's run defense. If Miami's run defense can just hold the fort, Miami should win this game handily. If they can't hold the fort, uh, I think Cleveland can steal one on the road. I don't know what the spread is on this game, but I'm guessing Miami is favored. They're going to get three points for being at home. I'm going to, I think six might be steep though. I'm going to go with Miami by five and a half. Miami three and a half. Well, I'm better on the over-unders anyway. But that's um, a really interesting line, right? Because what that tells you is that odds makers believe the Dolphins are a little better, but not all that much better, right? Um I'm inclined to take the Browns plus three and a half here because I think they're really going to be able to run the ball. Um, and I think they're just going to be able to keep it close. Now, the, the secondary for the Browns scares the crap out of me. Like They're yeah. just not good. But it's like if Miles Garrett doesn't get there, you, there, have been other, there are other guys in the Browns devi- defense. Jadavian Clowney actually made a few plays a couple of weeks ago that were really good. The problem is that, that it's not always there. That's the problem. Yeah. It's like Miles Garrett and then an inconsistent cast of characters. Now, I think you have to be careful with the statistics part of this, because if you look at what Chicago did on the ground against Miami, you're going to be like, holy cow, Miami's run defense is off. Different type of running. It's a different type of running. Yeah. So Cleveland is not that type of team. So by the way, I keep getting a call. uh, I'm really excited. I joined a dating website. It's from scam likely. Now, I don't know if this (laughs) is a person I connected with, but uh, really excited about that. hot. (laughs) Brother, I think I'm going to go Cleveland to cover, but Miami to win outright. That's where I'm leaning. I, I I definitely would take the Browns to cover at three and a half. I just feel like this is going to be a field goal game. But man, I'm excited. Fun, two fun styles of uh, what's, offense. What's the one. total on this game? Because again, this is not one that I would put really high. Um, I think the odds makers have to know that Cleveland's going to run the ball, which would make me want to say 42 and a half. But I think they overdid it on this game. I bet you they did 45 and a half. 48. That's too high. I'll take but, the under on that. But here, here's the issue. The Browns have a really good offense this year in terms of points per game. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, they're seventh. They're averaging 25 points per game this year. You want to take the over on that? Be no, I just, want, I just want to avoid it. You, um, just, you just wanted to make w- a point? One of the strangest lines of the week. You ready? Um, we actually no, have a not lot ready, of ready because I'm still debating this Miami. Uh, okay, well... Uh, I, so you move on all you want. I'm not there. Next game. Go ahead. The Houston Texans, the one and six and one Houston Texans, coached by none other than Lovey Smith, against the six and two Giants coming off a bye. Okay. Mm-hmm. Normally, normally, when you have a six and two team against a one, six and one team, that spread would be 10, maybe nine and a half if the teams are close, but definitely 10, right? Yep. When I sent in this graphic this morning uh, to Megan, it was six and a half. Since then, it is down to four and a half. Giants favored by four and a half at home. Yeah, this isn't a void for me. 
betting wise, I'll take the Giants to win outright. Uh, this is another game I'm looking at that total way more than I'm looking at the the spread. And by the way, just to finish off on Cleveland Miami, I'm not sure on that total, but I feel pretty confident in Cleveland covering. I agree uh, in that game. This one, I don't feel confident on this line at all. I don't like the four and a half, but I I. The total's got to be really, really low. This is the kind of game that I think at the most, at the most is like 22 to 17. So if Vegas has anything in the 40s, I'm taking the under. 40 and a half. <laughs> that's a little, that's a little, a little tight. A little, little, little close. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping would to you watch. be more inclined you, so you have to lay your money on this game somebody says I don't care what's going on in your life or how bad the shirt is that you're wearing you have to lay money on this game uh which are you going with the spread or are you under, going with the total? under 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 you hate the under too because you always tell me it's not fun I know but there's just no way that I'm betting on the giant And I think we just lost Marcus there. Marcus just froze like crazy. Uh, I get him not wanting to bet on the Giants. I think one of the things that concerns me uh, regarding the the uh, I, just regarding the spread in general is <laughs> Davis Mills. Like the interceptions he threw against Philadelphia last week were absolutely horrible. Absolutely. Horrible. He had one over the middle that was a terrible decision. The problem with betting the under. Oh, there you are. I was literally <laughs> at first. I was trying to see where you were, but let me just finish. I was, this point I I was making made. a bet for under 40 and a half while you're gone. So, or a while Scott. Sorry. Yeah. I was literally just kind of uh, thinking and speaking out loud to myself, but the two interceptions that Davis Mills threw against the Eagles were absolutely horrible. Awful. And uh, I said the spread, but what I meant was the total. To use your logic, it really makes me uncomfortable thinking that your total could be blown up by a really bad Davis Mills throw. That's yep. the, always the worry. When you do the over-under and you bet the under and you're doing it with offenses that don't really move the ball well, that's not as concerning. It's quarterbacks that make really dumb decisions and throw pick sixes that blow up your total. You know what I I'm agree. saying? Yep. Yep. Um, I don't worry about it with, say, a, I'm just going to use a name, Teddy Bridgewater rarely throws really bad, dumb plays. If they only score, if they don't move on offense and it's a punt fest, you're golden. Yep. Take the under. So you're still, you'd still go the under with Davis yes, Mills. I would. Okay. I would. Don't be cutting out like that. I'm Sorry. Just confused whether I was off or you no, were No, I was man. Uh, next okay. one. Saints at Steelers. The Saints are... Two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Interesting vote of confidence, given that Pittsburgh's at home, Pittsburgh's coming off a bye, and the Saints continue to look unimpressive, particularly on offense. Now, defensively speaking, while they didn't play great against Baltimore, this is a totally different matchup against Pittsburgh. Um, this is another game where I'm looking at the total. Uh, do you even want to bet on this game? Frank, well, you're going to bet on it because it's the Steelers. So that's how you roll. No, but, uh, the, Sa the Saints have a bunch of injuries. They had, I think it was Marcus Davenport leave early. Mm -hmm. uh, Pete Warner, one of the linebackers. No, I I've, I don't want to bet on this game. Ugh. Sorry. I, I mean, I'll take the Saints to win it outright. Um, I, I don't 
the Pittsburgh's just not a strong team this year. I really though, I think this game's a toss up more than than the Saints being favored by two and a half. Yeah, I I think I trust the Saints a little bit more um on offense than I do the Steelers, but not a lot. Not a lot at all. Uh let's move on. Next one. You don't want to talk the, Najee Harris? No. Okay. I don't know. I talked to him yesterday. Uh Jeff Saturday's Colts against the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders, ready for this? Six-point favorites in this game. Oh, boy. You want my take? No, I never want your take. Go ahead. Just kidding. Yeah, go ahead. Give me your take. Raiders minus six, lock it in. They are absolutely winning this game. There's no doubt in my mind, and I think they win by double digits. Let's talk over-under on this game because Derek Carr is really played poorly. We know the Colts can't move the ball hardly because their offensive line is such a detriment. And then, of course, they have a massive coaching change here. So um, this is another game where I think if Vegas has it anything like over 42, there's no way I would take the over. My guess is the total for this game is 40 and a half. 42 and a half. You were right basically the first time. Crap. There's just... So I think Jonathan Taylor is going to play. There's just no way that the Colts are going to score more than 17 points. Yeah, but how much do the Raiders score? If the Raiders put up 28, you're blown up taking the under. That's the problem. I, I just don't see I don't see the Colts scoring more than 14, to be honest. I, I just don't. What do you see the Raiders scoring? 24-ish. Okay. So the under, I, I think I'm with you. I feel more confident in this case on the spread itself than I do uh, the total on this one. But once again, we've said this a lot. It, when an offensive line is playing as poorly as the Colts is, really everything comes down to that. Yep. We could talk about skill players, whether Jonathan Taylor plays or not. We could talk about the Raiders' second half collapses. To me, the Colts' offensive line uh, supersedes all those things. Next game, Cowboys. Yep. At Packers, Cowboys, five-point favorites in Lambeau. Yeah, Cowboys to cover and win. Uh, the the Packers' offense is putrid, putrid right now. The Cowboys have one of the best defenses in the league. If Aaron Rodgers makes throws like he did uh, last week, that could turn into points for the Cowboys. Um, I just don't see it. I think they'll have Aaron Jones for this game, which will be helpful. If I'm Green Bay, I am running the ball 35 times yep. at that Cowboys front. That's the way you beat them. And that's going to be the test for Aaron Rodgers is I, he's going to want to beat Mike McCarthy so bad. And he's going to want to show it's that he's still great. Will he be patient enough to just keep handing the ball off, getting five and six yards per carry? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I got know. Dallas 26, 20 with green Bay getting a late score to make it interesting. I got the Packers winning 24, 20 in a kind of a kitchen sink, save our season game. Wow. That's all. all right. Next on one. That. Cardinals at Rams. Rams, three-point favorites. Well, this was such a good playoff game last year. I was riveted. I was on the edge of my seat. Watching. I'm going to try to watch absolutely zero of this game. Oh, gosh. Wasn't this the game last year in the regular season when the Cardinals went in and just handed it to the Rams? Probably yep. their worst loss of their Super Bowl season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think the final score was horrible, but it was one of those games where the Cardinals tapped the break in the fourth quarter and the Rams got some points. Um what, we got the Rams by three here? Yep. 
So they're basically calling this an even Steven game, just that yep. the Rams are at home. And the Rams have a huge home field advantage when you fill so half loud, the stadium man. with $180 parking fees and a DJ. Yeah, I can see where that really helps Matt Stafford play some good football. Um, <laughs> this game sucks. It's all, I think I'll take the Rams I think, because I'm I, taking the Rams. I think the defensive line should dominate like it did in the playoffs last year. I mean, let's give the Rams some credit. Like Ramsey, Wagner, and Aaron Donald have played their tails off this year. They have been awesome. It's just everybody else that has been pretty sucky. So is I'm it take- weird to you? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I was done. Is it weird to see kind of, I mean, I know we're half the season in, but Bobby Wagner running around at number 45 is still kind of throws me off every time. Yes, no. but he also looked awesome last week. Oh, he did. Oh, he was great. No, no question. He is not cooked as you like. Is it cooked or washed? I always forget your favorite. Both. I use both of them. Yeah, I, I told you I use persnickety. That's my football term. A uh, couple things here. Don't you think the Rams offense is going to be really ticked? Not only at the way the end of the game played out last week where they went three and out with a minute to go and the Rams quotes in the locker room after the game, basically saying, we didn't think we'd have to go out there. Don't you think that's going to be somewhat motivating, especially in front of their home crowd? Yeah, I think so. I, I, the offense is going to be a little bit better. I wouldn't be surprised if they run the ball with a little bit of success this week, but I'm taking, oh man, begrudgingly taking the Rams to win and cover. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be watching more of this game than Cowboys Packers. Okay, what's next? Uh, it's our Sunday night football game. It's the... Yeah. Los Angeles Chargers against the San Francisco 49ers. Fun. Fun game. 49ers, seven-point favorites. I think the last time these teams played in San Francisco, Colin Kaepernick had a ridiculously long run in that game, if Mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken, and it was a primetime game as well. Um, Okay. What's What's my line here? 49ers by seven? Yep. See, I never get these, everybody. I always have to debate while well, Marcus is all prepared. He knows exactly. I already know you're picking the 49ers to cover. Yep, I am. Uh, yeah. And um, I'm going to go with you on that. Let's talk total. Uh, the Chargers offense really wasn't all that great against the Falcons. They're missing some guys, guys playing hurt. 49ers defense is healthier. They're coming off a bye. So I don't think the Chargers are going to score a lot of points. And frankly, I don't think the 49ers offense is that good. Debo is banged up. Even if he plays, this should be a lower total, don't you think? You would think 45 and a half. I'd be inclined to go under, but I actually think that's not a bad total. I would, I'd be more inclined to take the spread here than the total if I'm laying money. I agree. We're going to come back to this game because we're going to put okay. this. We're going to put the 49ers in a parlay here. Oh, like you actually came prepared this week. I did. To, I, I, to I got be, one for uh, us. You're not going to say I'm a coward. No, I mean I week. am, but I'm not going to say it. Uh, last game, it's the yeah. Commanders at the Eagles. Commanders, uh, big, big underdogs, 11 point underdogs in Philadelphia. Ooh, I'm going to go ahead and take Washington there uh, with no hesitation. Zero hesitation. I'll take Philadelphia to win outright. I think Washington's been playing too well. Um, the Eagles' offensive line is good. It's been banged up this year, though. Washington's front can cause problems. Um, I think the Eagles are due for a little bit of a letdown. If they let, if they play the way they did in the first half against Houston, they could outright lose the game. Um, yeah, but they I'll won't take Washington on this. I'll take the Eagles to win and cover. Uh, they have no a- way. They're not covering. 
They have a extended break, right? They played on Thursday. Now they're playing on Monday night. You know that crowd is going to be ridiculously loud. I don't think the commanders are going to be able to move the ball at all. I think this is a 24 to 10 type of game where the Eagles cover that big spread. I warned you on these big spreads last but week. No one covered no one covered the double digit spreads last week. But when you're at home, it's a little bit different than when you're a road under a road favorite, right? They're the Eagles are going to win by two touchdowns. You don't need to worry. This isn't the game that I would bet on anyway. I'm saying that that well, I I would much rather bet on our Sunday night game than this one. I just think Philadelphia. If you're laying your money, it's too risky to lay it on Philadelphia favored by eleven. Yeah. What if Washington gets a garbage time touchdown? Uh, you're blown up. They won't. Uh, let's let's go through the games really quickly. <laughs> Falcons at Panthers. You pick the Falcons to win and cover. I'm gonna flip. I'm gonna take the Panthers. Um, I'll have that like on my phone when I'll watch them doing. Uh, next one, Seattle at Buccaneers. I like the Buccaneers to win and cover. You like Seattle to win and cover, mm-hmm. right? I'm debating that one, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Vikings at Bills. I like the Vikings to cover the spread. You? You're being such a t- you are being such a Mil- Bills Mafia guy right now. You've like literally turned I'm- into that guy. So now you won't bet on the Bills or you won't even say the Bills could possibly lose a game. Yeah, no. I know you think Minnesota's going to win. Go ahead, next game. Lions Bears, we both like the Bears to cover. Yeah, Broncos talk t- about the game at yeah. all. Broncos Titans, I like the Broncos to win and cover this week. You like the Titans to win and cover. Yeah, we're differing on all these. Yeah, Keep this going. Is great. Jags Chiefs, I like the Chiefs to win and cover. You like the so Chiefs. Yeah. To do the same. Browns, Dolphins. We both like the Browns to cover the Dolphins to win. Yep. Texans, Giants. I think I'll take the Texans to cover, but I'm not, but I'll take the Giants to win. This is such a walk away, such a walk away, but Giants win. Yeah. Saints, Steelers. I think I'll take the Steelers at home coming off a bye. You're getting TJ Watt back. They've got, they kind of have to win this game, but you know what? I'm going to switch with you on this one. Because we both said the Saints when we were going through it, and I'm kind of with you. you. You talk about save your season. I don't know that there's a season to save. No, but like a pride game, right? Like, hey, yeah, like a pride home. game. Yeah. Yeah, I talk about that all the time, that these guys are not X's and O's on a page. They're human beings. I'm going to go with you, Pittsburgh wins. Colts, Raiders, Raiders, I've got them winning on cover. I think you have them the same. Is that a $10,000 bet? Nominee? No. no. Oh. I, I, you're not allowed to put the Raiders at any $10,000 bet ever. Coward uh, country. Let's yeah. try <laughs> Cowboys, <laughs> Packers. I like the Packers to win and cover. You like the Packers, or you like the Cowboys to win and cover. Yeah. So we differ there Correct. again. Cardinals, Rams. We both like the Rams sheepishly to win and cover. Uh, very, very sheepishly. Chargers, 49ers. We both like the Niners to win and cover. Commanders, Eagles. I like the Eagles to win and cover. Elliot likes the Eagles to win, but the Commanders to cover. There you go. Did you ever see Naked Gun? Yes, all of them. Do you remember when Leslie Nielsen first got behind the batter's box and he didn't really know what to call? And he goes, strike? <laughs> and everyone goes, that's that's exactly how we announced the Rams to win. Um, exactly. Uh, yes. All right. Same way. Here's the, here's the bet for the week. Ready? Yep. No spreads. We're just taking teams to win. Okay. Okay. So we've got games in every window, right? Chiefs mm-hmm. to beat the Jags at home. Okay. Raiders at home to beat the Colts with Jeff Love Saturday it. as his head coach. 
in the 49ers at home Sunday night football to be the Chargers. Three home favorites. Yeah. You parlay those three together, you get plus 140 odds. You bet 100, you win 140. Love it. Love it. Would you bet 10,000 bucks on it? No, because it's too much for just, you have to have three legs hit. But I think if I had one game to bet $10,000, I would do the 49ers. Ooh. Okay, let's go over that again. We put together the 49ers over the Chargers. We put the Colts over the Raiders. Other way, Raiders over the Colts. I mean, excuse me, the Raiders over the Colts. Your middle game there. How about that? The Chiefs, Jags. Yeah. The reason why I like the 49ers odds or 41 ones better, coming off a bye at home, and the odds are just significantly better. It's minus 305 for the for the 49ers to win, where it's minus 410 for the Chiefs to win. Yeah, that is a big difference. Uh, I, I think I'll go with you on both of those, I, which is a little surprising because I'm against you on quite a few of the picks in the early window. Um, I think the toughest game to call this week, my nominee for really uh, is Seattle-Tampa. I am torn like an old sweater on that one. Um because I do think they're going to be motivated, Tampa, that is, to put something together down the back stretch. But you can be motivated all you want if you've been dysfunctional on offense the whole yep. year. And you're going to try to turn it around against a team that, quite frankly, like I said this about Atlanta, who's been more consistent than Seattle this year? Other than maybe Atlanta. Seattle puts out a good product every week. Yeah, it's just so hard when you're traveling all the way across basically the world to go play a game, right? The world. It's a big world. It is. It is. Yeah. Did you see uh, Titanic? I did. Okay, I, so I saw Titanic when you front? had the when you had the two different VHSs that you had to put in for part one and part two. Oh yeah. Yeah. Did you guys get the Celine Dion soundtrack to go with it? Uh I think I got it on the uh, cassette tape. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh okay, so Ten thousand uh, dollar nominee is 49ers Chargers. You're putting three together without any uh, spread consideration. 49ers Chargers, uh, Raiders Colts, and I already uh, Chiefs botched the other one. Chiefs Jags. Yes. Yep. Uh, Chiefs are favored by what nine and a half. Yep. At home against the Jags, so you don't really want to play around with that. I get it. I get it. Makes sense. Um, any of these games to you? Just feel like, and I told you for me, it's Seattle, Tampa. Any one of these, do you just feel like, man, I have no idea. Like this is this is really a toss up. Not talking about the spread. I mean, win, I, lose, or draw here. I think the Steelers Saints game, right? Because yeah, both those teams too. have been such disappointments this year. Saints coming off a Monday night game. Pittsburgh coming off a bye. But I could also see the Saints just because they're the more talented team and they got a better offense and defensive line. Just going out there and playing really well, but. Who knows? It's such a weird game. Uh, I have two final thoughts uh, before your final thought. I don't uh, have a final thought today, so we're good. Well, well, you need to think of one while I'm doing these two. I don't care if it's Taco Bell order or what it is, a different order, but you need to start thinking. Uh, first one is, you made an interesting comment to me uh, last podcast that you thought if Tua hadn't gotten hurt, that he'd be the MVP of the league right now. And you are wearing Miami Dolphins, or those Jags colors, your T-shirt. Clearly, brand new shirt out of the box. Um, if he plays great against Cleveland, would he be your front runner? It's tough because he's not going to have the stats of some of the other quarterbacks because he missed time. But how much does that matter? 
I mean, a little bit. The voters just like to look at raw stats at the end of the year, and they see a guy throws for 45 touchdowns. He's usually going to win the award. I think it's probably going to be Patrick Mahomes, but I think he'd be right right there next to him. Okay. Uh, I really have three thoughts, but my one of my thoughts is broken up into A and B. My B thought on this game, if Jacoby Brissett plays fantastic football um, and they win this game on the road, are you just automatically handing the keys over to Deshaun Watson? Yes. In other words, if this team gets rolling and they're playing good football, to a guy that it's not just that he didn't play this year. He didn't play last year. There's got to be some rust. I mean, we talked about rust yeah. with Dak against the lions, right? And he had yep. only been out since week one. How about, you know, um, it, it's a good thought. It's a good thought. But then you remember that the Browns gave him 250 million guaranteed money. I was just thinking about it, you know, because I don't, I think Jacoby Brissett's had some really nice moments. He's had some bad ones against the Chargers. The red zone interception was horrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It really probably cost them the game. But I've, and you know, he made some plays with his legs the last few weeks as well. You're, you're not wrong, but I also think the Browns, they are a very long term, they, they view the long term of the organization, right? Like they know they're probably not going to win the Super Bowl this year. So they need, whatever the five or six games that Watson's going to play this year, they need to kind of evaluate him and see how he fits in the offense and see if they need to tweak anything. I just think they want to see as much as possible from him this year, even if it slightly hurts their chances of going somewhere this season. You know, I guess another thought on this game, I think this might be the game of the weekend. Oh, uh, yeah. truly. This is yeah. uh this is a fun one. My second major thought uh, before we roll is I went and voted yesterday and I waited in line and I was in a state that, that, you know, there's a lot of consternation over who was going to be governor and so on and so forth. And I got to tell you, everybody was polite in line. Everybody was friendly. I could tell that there were people that were definitely voting different sides that I was in line with. Everybody talked to each other and all the people that were volunteering were super helpful. And it was a really, really great experience. And I'm saying this because I'm so sick of the animosity on Twitter and the the mudslinging it's really great to see a community come together and vote even if it's different sides voting and so uh if you weren't a part of that yesterday maybe next election try to be a part of that and be a good influence it doesn't have to all be uh, twitter waste material out there we can actually uh be decent human beings um and uh beyond that i'm a little disappointed we didn't discuss bears lions a little more going to say that if it's it's lions at bears if it's lions whites at bears navy that's a really good uni matchup if they wear the orange on orange marcus i'm out i'm out on bears orange on orange culture i got a politics thing i want to say before we go oh, now you have a, now you have a final thought <laughs> i do uh you have any vote- thought on the bears unis you just no, blow i don't pass that no no we're right, good fine uh, went and voted yesterday. Really disappointed that I didn't have suckers or candy at my voting uh, voting station. We used to have the little fun size like Snickers or Reese Cups or Heath bars. My uh, Elgin Elgin Township. What are you doing? Where's all of our treats for voting? Just I'll tell you that. Do you want to know where they are? Where they're locked behind the counter at Dairy Queen, where they can't get anyone to work before. Five I'm just o'clock. listen. If I'm, I'm going to go do my civic duty, I want some kind of reward. The least that you can do for me is give me like a uh, a good and plenty bar or a Mr. Uh, was it Mr. Good? I don't know. It's a great oh. final thought, Marcus. Wait a <laughs> second. It's awesome. You can get great takes like that. 
uh, at Marcus underscore Mosher on Twitter or on Locked On Cowboys, the best Cowboys podcasters out that's out there. He does it with Landon. I couldn't even say that with a straight face. He's that. He covers the Raiders for USA Today. He's also got an article out on PFF. You should check out this profootballfocus.com. I am at Harrison NFL. Don't forget to tweet me about the Zoom Apple. I need to know these things. Uh, either way, we really appreciate the, uh, you guys. And we are going to have a podcast after the Thursday night game where we will talk about Dune for 45 minutes. Take care, everybody. <laughs>